without each other we are That's right. one insane <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome okay. <laughs> yeah so what I, are we what are we starting with like do we have oh, an agenda yeah the the big i guess the big topic since uh, since the last time we podcasted was exo man war number one the the big release so far uh, of this year, the the big release uh, that we've all been waiting for from Valiant, it uh, it finally came. It, it came and gone uh, in uh, in in big spectacle. I would say we've uh, we had at least three, four. Let's see, one, two, three, four, four regular covers. If we count the one A, one B, the one D, which is the one twenty variants. Sorry, guys. My alarm system. <laughs> Why do you Just need to be wielding an axe? I, I, I don't know. Because I got damn XO1 and 500 in my house, and people will try to steal that stuff. <laughs> <Dang on> it. <laughs> no, I, I don't have that yet, but it's security. I don't live in the safest neighborhood. Uh, hey, good. That was good for you, man. That's, I, that, that led in perfectly, actually, because, hey, you have the 1-500, which I, I think Dinesh stated which is a little over 200 in that print room. Mm-hmm. I still so, think that's yeah, high. It does seem high, considering the amount of, uh, I don't know, the, 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 amount of box, the, the amount of books we've seen on eBay versus... Uh, Things we've seen on Slack, within our various forums, 200 does seem high. Well, that would mean the print run was 100,000. You're right. Because they said they were only going to print copies for the stores, and we've seen Matt Kent with his copy. We know Louis LaRosa has his copy. So, I mean, the print run could be under 100,000. They just printed 200, and I still think that's taking liberties but that's just me but but look at it in the sense from the uh ocv podcast they said that they really promoted the hell out of this book do you think that they may have overprinted it just to promote the book to 
to get the one in five hundreds out there to people uh, to gen up to gen up interest in the book. Like it may not be tied to print run at all. Well, I know that they're putting out a second print here in two weeks, and I read where they were pulling stock from their from their comic cons from their con stock to help feed uh, stores that uh, that had run out. So, I don't know. That, I, I that seems pretty high. Because right now there's 12 on eBay for sale, and I'm looking at how many have already sold. So, give me a minute on that. 38. Sure. Huh. What's the sweet spot? Excuse me. What's the sweet spot? Is it is it like our our five to six hundred dollar range that we were anticipating? Well, a lot of them have a buy it now or, but they're crossed out. The best offer was accepted because a lot of people did a best offer on them, and it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the sweet spot. Other than the three CGC copies that have either sold or are currently on eBay, it looks like mm-hmm. it's about. Four to five hundred, depending on, uh, you know, we could dig into GPA analysis and go collect and try to see if we couldn't find more of what the eBay offers were. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm guessing it's between like four fifty and five fifty is what all these have been selling at on average. That's a good price. I mean, a good price to settle on. Um, Four four fifty is a great price from what I saw. What do yeah. you guys think about that? I agree. I, I think my five fifty. I, I was pretty happy at the time because it looked like we were going to average between seven and eight hundred. And then, I, I guess my opinion is I, I don't know if people people were trying to jump on whenever they were whenever there was a five hundred buy it now or five twenty five five fifty six hundred. It seemed like then once the prices started dropping, I started seeing the purchasing declining and I, I think that people were just waiting to see if it was going to drop I, 4, 450 is outstanding considering it's it's a 501 and 500 um, and it's a, it's a relative it's, it's a what the hell are you opening <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, I got an eBay package I don't know what the hell this book is uh, I got something from Los Angeles Ooh, live. We're opening it up. Did you send me this stuff? It's got eBay, like, tape? No, not me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, opening crap while we're recording. So I did did pick up Archer and Armstrong. Not Archer and Armstrong. uh, Quantum and Woody's hardback this week. I got that in the mail. But I don't know what the hell this is. Shoot. Oh, this might be the WonderCon EXO book. The signed one that was on eBay? Oh, right on. I don't know. We'll see. So, I don't know if I need to segue into this, but uh, I was speaking yesterday on the Twitter. Remember I kept texting you guys on Twitter? Or how, do you, how do you talk to people on Twitter or Slack about our, our, our Twitter account to see... If you read the message from, I think his name is Travis Williams. Did you guys see that at all? I'm looking right now. He is in New York, and he says his local comic shop or bookstore 
had a bunch of Valiant hardcovers. And he took a picture and sent it to us. And he said, do you want one? And they had a, uh, a Book of Death hardcover sealed, plastic. He's like, I'll send it to you guys at cost plus shipping. And I'm like, send this stuff to us. Like, send it to us. Like, I'll take it all day long. He's like, it's 43 bucks plus shipping. He's like, I, I got to go to WonderCon, but, you know, I'll ship it to you a week or two later. I haven't received it yet, but hell yeah, I'll take that book. Because, you know, on our first episode, it was going for three to 500 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just shows us how the, the podcast is reaching people. So, my thing is, if if you guys don't have it, you know, I'll send it to you. Because I already have a copy. I mean, I read it. It's a reader. But if you guys don't have it, I'll send it to you. I don't care. I mean, but it, I wouldn't have it without Travis and our our Twitter account. Well, oh, thanks, Joel. I already have a copy, but it's, uh, thanks for the offer. Yeah, same here. It's nice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can give it away. Maybe maybe it's something that you know we can give it away to some of our listeners or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's another diehard guy out there that's that's interested. Yeah, hit us up. Yes. Yeah. Collectvaliant.com. I don't know what our damn account is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I don't know what's... Go, go ahead. I'm talking sorry. about Valiant, I don't know if you guys have seen on Comic Book Invest for... Yeah. Um, 4-4, so April 4th, three days... Yeah, three days ago, the number one variant hot check book was the Exo Man of War number one gold La Rosa variant. Yeah. And there is really? a ton of those out on eBay. Yeah. And they're, they're selling, I saw them selling in the range of 175 but then it just seemed like once, once work, and once it caught on that people were selling these free books that are given out at the cons or at your local shop, if, if Valiant uh, happens to give it to your local brick-and-mortar store, people are, are taking these free books and turning around and making 175 bucks. Boy, people were jumping. That was that was some quick cash. But uh, I, I, I've seen those prices drop. I, I don't have an average on it yet, but it seems like they're uh, more attainable now than what they were uh, when X01 was first released. It was the hot item. Yeah, well, people know that they can go to the Valiant booth or a panel, and they're going to get a code word. If they wear some Valiant gear, they're going to get one of the gold books too. And then you know, if you know, if you friend them on Facebook or Twitter, and you have discussions with them and retweet, and they get to know who you are when you're at a show, you know, you come up, they're gonna they're gonna hook you up with a couple of books always, and that's the nice thing about it. Uh, you know, Justin, that's a great point uh, for for people who are new and uh, with collecting Valiant and perhaps going to uh, to a con where Valiant is going to set up a booth. Make sure you you check out the panels. It's very informative. Uh, very, it's very informative. It's generally cool panels. We had a couple panels here in Denver last year, and with each panel, like Justin mentioned, they they give you a code word, and after after that uh, that panel, you can go to their booth, give them the code word. And uh, they'll either give you a, a gold book, or if they're nice enough, they might even ask you what, what gold cover you want. So if you're missing a certain one in your collection, that's what I did this past uh, this past con. So, uh, friendly tip. Yeah, and with them going to be at the Fried Pie Convention next weekend here in Colorado, yes. 
Um, then the week after that, C2E2. Then the week after that, Planet Comic Con. Uh, they're going to see my face a little bit. So. <laughs> by, so by, think, uh... by Planet Comic Con, I'll be able to do their panel verbatim for them. <laughs> so you think uh, people are just like uh, maybe seizing on the 1 in 500 fervor? Uh, people trying to get that book to where they're, you know, for for a gold book going that high, to me, I think that that's too much money. Well, some... to, for for them to be promoting it the way they are and giving it out, I mean, it's just too much money. For that book. Yeah. Well, what surprises me? Oh, go, go ahead, Justin. No, go right ahead. I, I was just going to say, what surprises me is is who who is dropping the hundred and seventy five dollars on these when. Looking at traditionally, if looking at any of the other Valiant Gold covers, I the the trends that I've seen usually when they're first released, you see you see a couple pop up on eBay. They sell for a hundred, hundred twenty five bucks, but then uh, you start seeing uh, more start to crop up and they start flooding in, and it generally simmers down to I don't know the fifty sixty dollar range. And depending on if you're willing to wait, you can either pick up a free one down the, down the road at a con, or uh, Luck out and find some in the twenty-five to forty dollar range. So, um, who's dropping one hundred seventy-five dollars? I mean, it is—it's—it's it's a gorgeous cover, and I know that there are completionists out there like us. But one hundred seventy-five dollars is a lot of money. I, I would—I would wait. I, I think for the, for the five hundred dollar variant, there's there's certain anticipation where I think I would I would jump on something if if, if I found the five hundred dollar variant or the five hundred variant for four hundred fifty, four hundred, five hundred. But for the gold, for that gold variant, 175, that's pretty steep. I, I think it's it's worth uh, holding off. I mean, it just released. You know, Valiant just started giving those out two weeks or yeah. three weeks ago at C, at uh, Emerald City. They're, they've got right. four four shows they're doing two next weekend, um, and so there's going to be a lot more hitting the market. So it's something that you know I've personally waited on. I haven't even. Honestly, I haven't even looked at eBay in a week. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really surprised at how much they're selling for. So as other shows hit this month and there's another 100 available to to fans out there, um, definitely a hold for me. I'm waiting till I get one or two on my own and then just hooking people up that need them because, uh, yeah, the prices on eBay are going crazy right now. Yeah. If you can put me on that list yeah. to hook me up. Well, are you going to make it to the Fried Pie Con next weekend? I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I, I plan on it. So, yeah, good well, point. If not, don't sweat it. I'll I'll be there. I'll make sure I get one for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, let, let's plan on it for sure. Yeah, my my is next weekend. So, uh, yeah, I should be there for a little while. Yeah, I'm only going to be there for a little bit too. So. So, Jim, we were talking, Ronnie and I were talking uh, two days ago, and our, God, Lord, Jesus, uh, that podcast is crazy. Um, C2, C2E2, like, there, we, Justin and I have, like, a ton of tickets, right, to um, the bar? Yeah, five each. That night. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> five each, so we're going to try to get you that print. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, that flat yeah, cover. We're gonna, yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you can get yeah. me a bottle of beer too, if you're able to bring a, a bottle of that EXO beer back too, oh, uh, that's what we were talking. That's what we were talking about. That's what just that's what 
Not to cut you off. Go ahead. Say say what you have to say. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say, I'll give you a huge hug, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were talking about. Ronnie and I were like, I said, like, Ronnie has this, uh, this uh, Armstrong satchel, the leather satchel. And I'm like, <laughs> man, Ronnie, we could take uh, some towels from the hotel room and, and roll them up. And, and we could just drink a few beers. And then we could take a few of them that haven't been open and send them to Jim. He was like, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm like, damn, damn right. We're going to figure it out. We got to get my man Jim. This bottle, because you had it on like your shelf, right? From the first episode, you showed us it was on yeah. your show. The the one from last year. Oh, you guys are great. Yeah, we got you. We, we're going to hook you up. Uh, if I wasn't moving and buying a house, I, I would be at C2E2 with you guys for sure. Well, we don't want to go to jail for you, Jim. You <laughs> might go to I don't plan to return there anytime soon. <laughs> Did you? Oh, we'll let that go. We'll let that go. We'll let that pass. <laughs> but no, they'll be they'll be selling the EXO beer. They did that for the Archer and Armstrong uh, arcade brewery beer, and you know I was able to get like twelve or fourteen of them last October. So yeah, mm. so cool of you. Was it good beer? I don't know. I haven't cracked mine open. I <laughs> have <laughs> a collector. I still have the original Archer and Armstrong and the the dark beer. Yeah, I, I, those are unopened. Yeah, I've got those two from like ninety three or ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Roddy was saying. Roddy was like, "We need to drink the beers, and we can just give you guys the bottles." And I'm like, "No." That's why you're not on Collecting Valiant. Because <laughs> Collecting Valiant, we don't open the beers. We let them sit on our shelves and get stale and sour and nasty. Because <laughs> if you open them, then they're not worth as much. So we need to put towels in your Armstrong bag and <laughs> scuttle a few away so we can ship them to our friends. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you podcast after dark. Do you have one of the <laughs> Uh, ANA beers from last year, Dwan. No, no, this is I, my first. This beer. I have an extra you can have. Oh, the man! Nice. He is the pusher. Push. Don't thank your pusher. Don't thank your pusher. <laughs> <laughs> but but thank you. Th- yeah, thank you, of course. I'll make sure you get one. So yeah, appreciate it. But what's what's up with this print? Like it's it's seven, only seventy five prints that they're giving out. Well, from what I read, it's just the the cover for XO number one, the Virgin cover, but it's not folded and doesn't have the staple holes. It's called a flat. So, hmm. so you almost have to have like uh, something to keep it in if you want to keep it in mint condition, All right? So I mean, so you're at a bar. Pretty much, right? You got to stand in line to get in. They only have seventy-five of them, so we have to have something to put them in. Yeah, like yeah. for the whole group. For the whole group, like I mean, because you're going to sit it somewhere and then partake and socialize with people, so you don't want it to get damaged. So that's yeah, going to be a, a strategy. Wow. I have an extra Atoya uh, art portfolio. I think that you know might just come then. Perfect. We have to find somebody that works at the bar that's willing to keep it somewhere safe so we don't damage it. 
Yeah, that's I don't good. Know. Those... We worry about those things when we get there, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, those portfolios are fairly rigid on the outside, and you can they'll fit you know an eleven by seventeen, and the covers are twelve by eleven. So it should it should hold thirty six of them. Damn! Fantastic. Yeah, Jim knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, these portfolios are nice. So. Yeah, I picked up one of those portfolios when when I got that original art, the the cover art that was unpublished, the Bloodshot. When I got my Bloodshot Platinum, I thought, all right, when I start collecting original art. I'm going to keep adding to it. So oh, I've got, yeah. I've got one for, uh, I've got it packaged up for Dewan and Ronnie that goes out with their, uh, database oh. exclusives tomorrow from fantasy football. So uh, finally in our new office and things have settled down that I'll be able to actually go to the post office tomorrow. I'm only a week late. Awesome. You earned it, man. You, you're kicking butt in the office here, right? Dude, I worked 14 hours last Saturday. <laughs> I have to go in Sunday to my office because I have a an interview with a person in California, and he can only do it Sunday because he works Monday through Friday, and we're trying to steal him from, a, from another company, so I've got to interview him Sunday. Are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. I need him to do a civil 3D test on the computer, so we have fiber optic at the new office, so... Uh, I'll be going to the office so that he can remote into my computer, or I can remote into his and share my screen and controls with him so that he can uh, do this test. So, oh, the job market has changed. Normally, it's like the employer was the the big dog in the room. Now you talking about Sunday? Like, oh, I can only interview on Sunday. Doggone. <laughs> hey, if, what? He, if he wants the gig, he's going to put in the effort to get it right. Yeah, That's but true. on Sunday, he, he needs to work around your schedule. Well, I don't want him to get laid off or fired from another job just because he's yeah. you know, buzzes home at lunch and it takes like 30 minutes to do this test, plus driving. He lives in San Jose, so uh, yeah. you know, I don't want him to get let go if he, doesn't, if he can't do what we want him to. So. Yeah. It's a good job. It's a good gig. But So Sunday, you're doing an interview. So we go ask him, like, is he married, or can you remote into my computer and draw XO for him, or kind of, kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, I already sent him a PDF with a checklist of stuff I want him to do, and a drawing is prepared, and he just has to implement those particular items. So I don't even know. I didn't create this test, so it'll be new to me too. Uh, uh. Oh man. So we all we all have the XO one and five hundred, right? Either in hand or coming. Yep. In yep. Hand. So so this is what I saw when I saw yours, Jim. It, you you had the letter with it. So do we think that if you don't have the official letter from Valiant, that it may bring down the cost of the book, or or with with the value of the book? Uh, it's a good question. I, I I'm not sure. Uh, I mean. For, for us uh, and for me, uh, I try to be that, that quintessential completionist. For me, it was just the icing on the cake to have not only the book untouched and, and ready to be CGC'd, but the, the actual original box 
that was shipped uh, that it was shipped in from Valiant to the to the particular van, and they included the original letter. I, that's that, that to me helped complete the story or complete the package. And uh, I don't know. I, it it might mean something more. I, if when I get this graded, if it's a nine eight nine nine, maybe maybe it's a ten o gem. That might make it even more attractive to a potential buyer. Not to say that I, I'm, I'm going to put this on a market or I want to sell it, but maybe down the road, if I do sell it and it has the letter, it might make that sell just even more attractive. That, that's in, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Justin? What do you think? Well, I've got the original box for the Dark Brew. Um, I like to have the letters. I have the letter from when the Unity Red was mailed to retailers. And one of the original packages that the Shadow Man Black came in in 2012. And it just sets in, you know, the long box on the side of the comics. and Or sometimes I'll uh, put the letter in a bag and board and put it in the run. Or, you know, right behind that particular comic or so, I mean, all of the bags that Valiant has given out over the last year plus, you know, the uh, black um, Book of Death or the blue Harbinger or the yellow ANA, I have one of each of those in a bag and board right behind issue one or right in front of it. Oh, yeah. Because people, Valiant collectors want those. I, yeah. I know I do. Yeah. So, do you know what I'm talking about, the bags to one? Like the the bags that they give out to the shops to to give out to customers, like yeah, that you buy their, their weekly books, yeah, yeah. You can only fit like four comics in th- those bags, but mm-hmm. but yeah. So <laughs> I have one of every that's one it. of them in a bag and board, just in my run. And that's interesting too, because some of the the, the volume books that I buy on eBay or even when Paul sent it to me, or even my 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 local LCS, they'll, they'll ship me those books, and I always wonder like. Are these things even worth anything? And, and you won't know until 20 years from now, probably. Let's be honest, if those bags are worth anything, because it, it's going to take a collector after us to, to really find value in that. But uh, sure, it, um, to have it, yeah, it's worth it. You might as well have it. And if you're putting it in a bag and board, hell yeah. What do we have to lose? Yeah, 40 or 38 cents for a bag and board. <laughs> My lights. Yeah. yeah. That's Paul. I was supposed to spit. Did you see on Slack yesterday? I was supposed to send Paul a, uh, a thousand My Lights and, and halfbacks. Ah, that's only that 350 was... bucks you'd send him. Yeah. That, that was the deal for me to record on uh, VCP. That, it's expensive, man. It's, it's, you got to pay like you weigh. To get on VCP, <laughs> you got to send Paul a thousand mylights. It's, it's rough. It's a rough world out here. <laughs> Very rough. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But yeah, that that was his wish list. But um, so <laughs> so going so so you're saying uh, some people are shipping the one in five hundred with the uh, the letter untouched and some people are just shipping it out and we, we really don't know if it, it's going to add to the value of the book or not but it, it can't it can't hurt right 
Are we in agreement I, with that? Yeah, I, I think I imagine some stores, some vendors, yeah, when they uh, when they received it, they probably opened it up, just took the comic out, and probably threw everything else away. So I, I suspect that there, there may be some stores or uh, some shops that are sending it with, but um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't. Uh, I, as far as I know, I'm the only one. Uh, I, I don't know. Justin, did you say you you had the letter, or did you keep the letter? Yeah, I've got uh, a couple of the letters. Oh. Yes. Great, great. Uh, but Juana, as far as value, um, I don't know. It, it, it's it, it's up to the buyer, I guess. Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that helps uh, establish a, a trend or. Uh, um, it, I guess it's hard to say. You know, the, the, what was the conversation we had about a week and a half ago? We were we were really trying to figure out uh, print run and the yeah. appropriate cost or what, what was the going value for the book. And we kind of settled on, uh, and maybe you guys could back me up on this or refute it. You know, my thought process was that with the with XO being returnable at some point, that Valiant wanted to get as many one in five hundreds that they could to shops that they, that they could at the time without flooding the market because they, you know, like they said, it was one per store or that had five hundred books plus one for ex, per exclusive that they had five hundred for, um, and we 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 couldn't really nail down the the print run. But we did agree, and stop me if I'm wrong, we did agree that it was in each retailer's best interest to to turn this book over as fast as they could. So we initially we saw this book going for $1,000 with all of the, the variants mm. or about seven to $800 just for the, the 1 in 500 because the retailers, if they could just turn the book over for that much, it could kind of recoup their cost on their order and they could make a few hundred bucks here or there, a hundred bucks here or there. Plus what they sold the variants or the, the regular issue, the, the regular covers for. So I took it as it was a buyer's market at that point to where you could negotiate with a retailer to get the book at a fair price, not taking advantage of a store, but to, to get it at a fair price. So we were saying, you know, Five to six hundred dollars was a sweet spot. Um, it's dipping kind of four fifty, four hundred, four fifty. I don't know if it's going for four hundred, but four fifty. But that range is a, a sweet spot, and I think retailers are are will bite at that point. So if you offer it to them, they they may take advantage of it. In my mind, what, what do you guys think? I think you're right. I uh, I used so it's like the healthcare industry when there's there's more competition uh, it drives down prices right it drives down costs we see that with comics like when the first uh, uh, one in 500 started dropping yeah we're, we're talking seven eight hundred dollars a thousand and it was like wow is, is this what we're gonna be paying for it but as more started releasing on eBay a day maybe a day or two or the day of of the official release that's when you started seeing prices drop where people were we're posting them on eBay at $500, $600. And when I saw mine, I, I reached out to the seller and gave a best offer. 
and it was it was well less than than what uh, their original offer was. So I, I imagine that the, the seller uh, went out to eBay and saw his competition, saw how many were out there, and figured, well, if this guy doesn't, uh, if, if this guy wants to buy it for for five fifty, is what what I went for, uh, compared to the six hundred seven hundred, I'm more likely to sell to him rather than being stuck with this. But I think as soon as I snatched mine, some other people jumped on the the five fifty to six hundreds, and then what's really odd is a day or two later, there were postings where people were selling them for five hundred dollars and i saw on like valiant fans some people were snatching them up for 400 and 450 so they got some great deals so uh yeah i, I think when when the market's flooded it works to the buyer's advantage yeah i mean and, we've already we've got three cgc books we've got two nine eights and a nine six and a nine eight closed on 331 for just a hair under 1450 so 1450 bucks wow uh, there you go folks yeah and so yeah right now there are there's a nine eight on ebay with a 1550 dollar buy it now and that is a guy named jay out of georgia um, and there's a nine six with zero bids, three and a half, three days, eighteen hours to go. Like I said, zero bids. Starting bid five hundred and ninety nine bucks for a nine six, and then I think there was a nine eight listed too. That I think Stephen Coates might have put up. Oh, there's a nine, a second nine six, with a starting price of one penny. That <laughs> went up two hours ago from Portland, Maine, um, with zero bids, and there is no reserve on this. <clears throat> yeah, he even posted that in the title of the the, uh, the auction. No reserve. And then I still think there's one more. So maybe there's four CGC. Co- copies of this book out there right now 296 and 298s 198 we've seen sold 296s are listed and the other 98 I think might have been sold privately but it's, it's kind of hard to believe that that book would even be a 96 with a metal cover agreed they, they must have mishandled it or maybe uh, maybe there's a slight, I don't know, covered. Da- it's. I, I'd really like to understand what was damaged, because they 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 pack these pretty well. And it it could be a scratch in the metal, you know, nothing that you mm. can. On the logo of EXO, you know, there's a big, a big area where there is bare metal, just in both the X and the O of this logo. I mean, it encompasses twenty percent of the cover. And there's some, you know, if it's not put into the the bag right. And the bags were tight on there. You know, they weren't yeah. able to move around. So you wouldn't think there would be too much damage. But you never know what happens. So. And they, uh, the metal came from Germany, right? From what I, I was listening to Dinesh said, the, the metal was shipped from Germany. And they yeah. put it on a special stock of the book put it out like i don't have a copy physically it's, it's being shipped 
so you guys would, could tell me more. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard that it, it a book would be a nine point six. Other yeah. than like you said, Justin, that it, it the the metal could be the brushed metal could be scratched somewhere. Yeah, it's hard telling. Um, <clears throat> the copies I have, I haven't even taken them out of the bags yet. I just haven't had any time since uh, the twenty second of March. So, agreed. I, it hasn't touched human hands. At least uh, what we can say uh, uh, when it was originally packaged. Yeah. Right. But yeah, for the, for those that have never seen the, uh, the the EXO cover, to understand what we mean by this metal cover, it is a complete sheet of metal. Uh, it's a thinner gauge. Uh, Justin, correct me if wrong. Was it twenty-two gauge? Is it? Uh, I I do not remember. I mean, it feels like a eighteen to twenty gauge. When you okay. start getting to twenty-two, that's the size of you know Cat Five and Cat Six wire. That's twenty-four gauge. So that's really small strand, but um, I I think it's more like eighteen or twenty. Okay, and and it is a, the the same size as the comic. I, originally, when this was solicited, I thought that the brushed metal was just the logo itself, but it is the entire cover. It's like they they took a, a sheet of metal, pressed an image on it, and it's almost like they glued it on top of the uh, existing comic. So. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me too. Yeah, yes, it's somehow bound on the original comic. The uh, and it's the the comic's incredibly thick stock as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I've only opened one copy of EXO number one, and it was weird to see the very first page printed on the inside of the cover. Did yes, you, yes, you know, and no credits until the end of the book. <laughs> but it was fantastic. I I love the fact that they're doing with these three issue arcs. Oh, I, it was fantastic. Yeah, it can help consolidate a story. Sometimes when it's a four issue arc, and I'm not just saying Valiant, but other companies too, it seems mm-hmm. like there is uh, the word count has gone down significantly since like Copper Age or Bronze Age books to modern right. books. So it's kind of nice There's... to get a story in three yeah. issues and you're done. Yeah. I totally agree. The word count has dropped dramatically, but it, the, the artwork is delicious. The, the story, I, I like where they're going. Um, it's, it, and, and you're exactly right with the, with how the, the, the other arcs where if you, if you see traditional uh, arcs are, are five to six issues so they can fit it into a standard trade. Right. It's, um, yeah, just fantastic. It was a really great way to kick it off because uh, if if people are, are are curious how many different covers were produced, I, I know we've spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the brushed metal, which was the huge celebration. It was the uh, the piece de resistance <laughs> for this exactly <laughs> for this event. Uh, there was cover one A, one B, one C is the pre order bundle. And I believe that's uh, that this pre-order bundle is for like issues one through three. I think is what they're uh, what they're calling this. Yeah. One uh, D cover one D was the one in twenty variant. One uh, E is the one in fifty variant. And then at at last count, I was counting twenty two exclusive covers. 
um, that that may have changed. That may actually be uh, more than 22 plus the the gold cover, which we were talking about earlier. Right. There's quite quite a celebration, quite a quite an event. There were a lot of different uh, shops that got in on this. Pretty yeah, exciting. And then even um, Collector's Paradise had two. They had a black and white limited to 50 of their original cover. Fried Pie has a black and white of their cover for the Fried Pie Con next weekend. And then Borderlands did a black and white sketch cover of cover A. And then, yeah, I think you're right. I think there were 22 uh, exclusive covers on top of, you know, the seven covers that there were for cover A, B, C, 1 in 20, 1 in 50, 1 in 500, and the bundle and the gold. So... And then the second printing that comes out, too. That's um, that that that's something we talked about yesterday. Was that the from the uh, was it the OTV podcast that Valiant successfully promoted this book? You know, it's it's one thing to have all those covers and to put them out there, but this was. A success all the way around like they really sold a lot of books and they did a really great job of promoting this expo number one Indeed. all the way around and for them to say it you know they're, they're always going to pump up their sales but they seem genuinely happy like yes we finally hit the mark with this book like this was it this was they, they, their goals as far as promoting this book and it was a great book too I mean, the the book sold itself in a sense, and they and they kind of helped pushed it along. But they they really did a bang up job s- selling this book. And who somebody uh, Jack was saying last night when he went to South the South Carolina Comic Con that everybody working that Comic Con had an EXO 2017 shirt on. <laughs> everybody working that, and that, that's a testament to Valiant. I mean, they really. I think Martin said this, like they they may have promoted this book to the point that where they may have took a loss initially. Like they, they said, we're going to take a loss on the promotion side, but um, it could be a huge bang for us on the back end. So kudos to Valiant and, and kudos to everybody who, who promoted the book. Well, you know, when you have a Matt Kent, Tomas Giarello and $100,000 to promote the book. <laughs> mm you hope for that success. You know, you want that success for them because that's a lot of money for anybody in the comic industry to put behind one title, one issue. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even ink the book, right? That that was kind of like that matted finish that they had that they, I think uh, Dinesh said that they, they didn't ink the book at all. It was just pencils and color. Yeah. Which we saw, we saw in War Mother. Which was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I can't get enough of War Mother. So I think that's what draws me to the, the EXO book in itself. So, um, yeah, any, you can't get enough of it. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. So I'd love to have any page of the art, but that'll never happen. It's a, <laughs> it's a New York. So. Yeah. So, you guys, you know, we got some Twitter questions. Do you want to? answer some of these yeah what are they sean hayes who's been uh he's one of our followers 
He says, uh, how about some info slash discussion on the summer of Valiant 4-1 trade? Fairly limited, and I hear that many were damaged. And I think we may have chatted about this all, you know, in our private private Slack room. But what information do we have about that? Um, I've had – I know they were limited to 1,000. They were given out um, – and I believe um, the New York Comic Con um, in 2012. I could be wrong. Um, I know that there is a very limited uh, 50 um, half a euro comic that was put out by Panini Comics in Italy that had the same cover, but it said preview. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I sold one of my copies for like 65 bucks two years ago on eBay. I just popped one up one day to see if it would sell, and it sold in like two days. And then I've got another one that's got a little... It does have some damage. The black cover does have a spot that is white. It was like it was rubbed or erased, and I know it wasn't, because if you feel it, it's not. There's no way to differentiate what happened to the cover. But, uh, yeah. It's, Damn you, black covers! Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I found it on... Somebody had it on an eBay auction with, like, four other comics, like an Evil Ernie and something else. And I got it for, like, total auction was less than the shipping. So I think I might have paid Dang. 10 bucks for, like, five comics, and that was one of the trades in there. And uh, so, yeah, for, let's just say, 10 bucks, it's it can just set in a box as long as it needs to. Well, is is there any? Uh, I guess is there any? Uh, is there a market for the book? I guess what I'm trying to say is there a market for this book? Really, um, it seems like it's it's rare. I mean, a thousand copies isn't rare at all, right? At all, especially for a regular book. But well, I mean, that's the fact. It, it was it was found into a lot of collectors' hands early on because it was 2012. It was before. You know, Valiant had as much of a, a larger draw for its name than it does now. Um, and some of those books that came out at cons were the flip sketch covers, you know, like Exo on one side and Harbinger one on the other. Um, you know, those go for pretty good prices, 75 to 100 bucks on eBay. Every once in a while, you can find like a Harbinger Wars and a Shadow Man flip book for like 40 or 50. But, uh, yeah, I wish I had more copies of those two as well as that four-in-one Summer of Valiant book because uh, I th I think as, you know, the movies come out and people are starting to get familiar with these characters and, you know, especially with uh, Bloodshot, you know, it's not coming from the Lemire run. It's coming from um, what Dwayne Straczynski had written, you know, or based off of that. Uh, I think people are going to be seeking those and that's going to be a book that, People are going to want very, you know, within the next year, year and a half. I agree. Yeah, the, the, those early books are going to be, as Valiant picks up, it, it, they're going to be hard to find. Uh, and we've talked about it before. Um, you know, how many people are going to want to sell those books if they have them in their collection? Probably not. Um, so with the limited print run or, or just the willingness to, part with those books I think the price is going to go up definitely going to go up on those books yeah 
So Dallow Spicer said he picked up a few books. Maybe this was like a few weeks ago, but he wanted to know if we picked up any sweet deals on Valiant books lately. He said he picked up he picked up XO one and twenty four and five and Ninjack fourteen one and twenty Kent cover for cover price. Do you guys pick up any bargains lately? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say that uh, the most recent would be the the one in five hundred the EXO for for me since I usually buy all the uh, issues as they come all covers. Um, uh, I. I don't have I don't have a sale that I, I picked up a, a Unity Red uh, from the from Valiant's first uh, iteration uh, for fifty five, which uh, I was pretty happy with. But uh, uh, I would say between those two books, uh, those would be uh, the deals for me. Good question. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Any any steals you picked up? Not really. Uh, mainly what have, I have been picking up have been fair market value for the XO1s, those retailer exclusives, and uh, nothing that I was, you know, within the last month super ecstatic about. Um, I did get a couple of books in from Bliss Comics in France. They were the Bloodshot Reborn hardcover Number three, the one where it's the Analog Man storyline. I got two copies of that in, and then one copy of the Harbinger One hardcover, limited to one hundred. It's got it. It mm-hmm. was original comics as a comics retailer in France, and for EXO and for Harbinger, they did a limited co- hardcover of one hundred different. There's one hundred copies of it, and it was a different cover than what uh, Bliss Comics had put out. So you know. But that was fair market value, you know. Um, so I'm just happy to have one of each of those because they've since sold out on their website. And, you know, you can't get them. So maybe one of the only pr- people in America that have a copy of that here other than the Valiant office. So so are you, are you basically setting the market on international books? I no. Mean, humbly, I, like... I can't sell a damn one of them to save my life. I get two of everything and I can't sell one of them ever. <laughs> And I'm even listening, listing them for the price that I paid with shipping over here. You know, if I paid twenty-two bucks for a hardcover, I'll put it on for twenty bucks. You know, costs mm-hmm. they're heavy, so the shipping costs more. But uh, I don't even think I have any listings on eBay right now. Maybe Britannia CGC books, but you know, I'd lower the price by fifty bucks every time I relist them. Just you know. You're making me wanted to, to just even invest in them because at some point, you know, we talked about this before, I, I think values are going to explode. It may not be level to a DC or Marvel, but it, it it's going to explode to where it's going to get outside interest, and those books are going to be worth something. I mean, you're talking about a 100-book print run. That's amazing. That's the sweet spot. Like, when I came in to start trying to get variant covers, covers I, I was looking for covers that are 200 copies and less yeah I, I don't know how you guys think but that that's my that's my sweet spot 200 copies and less i'm like i need to get one of those books somehow some way um because that that there's not many out there and if you can get them in a good condition that, that that's great 
it's going to be worth something. It's worth collecting at that point in my yeah. mind. Well, did you see the message on Slack just now? Dwan? Uh, something popped up. Uh, should we wrap up? Just, uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we can wrap up and move on. Let's do it. So, so yeah. stay in episode three. All right. Um, yeah. And, oh, uh, before we forget, um, just want to want to answer maybe a little bit of a mystery that we had in episode two. And what was that extra uh, X01 cover? Uh, it was the Valiant database, the Valiant DB exclusive cover. Uh, it was a, a gorgeous uh, Philip Tan cover. And if uh, any of the listeners, anyone is uh, interested in uh, purchasing it, uh, uh, you'll find it on the Valiant database. Reach out to Martin to uh, uh, to snag one of those. I believe he's selling it for ten bucks, which uh, encompasses the book and shipping. And uh, it's also available on uh, on eBay. So. And it has a picture of Ronnie's nose on it too. <laughs> <laughs> so you get it's a double whammy, like a double bonus. And, yeah. and that and that was great. I mean, we put Justin, you put a lot of effort into that, man. Um, it was that's the whole podcast in itself. It was fun. Yeah. So I wish it could have been a bigger surprise. Um, but, you know, we were the three of us were half of the people that put that together. So, you know, I know we all have a lot, a lot of pride in that. So that feels awesome. Absolutely, a lot of pride and a lot of a lot of effort. I mean, how many early morning <laughs> texts or far too many? It, yeah, well done, Justin. We're, we're like we're, we're cursing cursing at the at the computer, just saying, "Damn it, we need to get this going." I mean, and, but I think what you're saying, Justin and, and Jeremy, is that uh, um, it was for a good cause and it, it was worth. It was a labor of love. Labor yeah. love to, to to help a friend out, and that 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 means a lot. I, I just hope that, he sells enough to cover the cost of upkeep on the database for a couple of months this year. You know, mm-hmm. I know having that many printed, it's going to be hard for him to sell, mm-hmm. and let alone the logistics of having to ship out one comic to this person, or one comic to that person, you know, uh, or five, or whatever the case might be. I just hope that, you know, he's able to, you know, give a ton away this summer at conventions, you know, go to his local shop on free comic book day and give them out too, you know, so people get the word about the database out there. And I hope that he, you know, sold enough to cover some cost of the database because, I mean, having that many photos up that encompasses Nintendo to current. Mm-hmm costs a lot to host those images that people click on all the time and generate traffic so yeah. and, and you look at it too i mean this this book was announced super late um as far as the release of xo one number one right like you knew <clears throat> when the other shops and i won't say their names because i don't i want them to sell as many copies as they can sell but this came up very very late in the game everybody else had their stuff on the internet you know. Trying to, to push their copies, and this one, the Valiant Database copy came out. The Philip Tam version came out really late, so 
I I was thinking that that would make it an intriguing book to get, and it still is. I mean, it, you can only go through Martin to get the book, and, and it's a great price, ten bucks plus shipping. You can't beat it. You, can, you, you cannot yeah. be, shit, you cannot yeah. beat that. You, you're damn yeah. near getting you that cost for what it takes you to drive to your LCS, pick up a book, uh, a retail exclusive book, and, and take it home, bag and board it, and shit. You can't beat it. it he's he's giving the book away. Really, to be honest with you, he's really giving it away. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. You give me your number, I call you up. You act like a pussy on interrupt. I don't have no trouble with you fucking me, but I have a little problem with you not fucking me. Baby, you know I'ma take care of you, cause you said you got my baby and I know it ain't true. Is it a good thing that was bad, bitch? For good or worse, makes you switch. So I walk all over with my crystal. Bitches, niggas put away your pistol. Though they won't be having it in this house. Cause bitch, I'll cover your style. Well, so let's, this has kind of been the whole episode. Not the episode. The thought of the last two nights. Can we do it after dark? Like collecting value after dark? Sure. Like, what do you mean? We're talking about C2E2. We, Ronnie and I, and we were talking so much trash about C2E2. It's crazy. <laughs> apparent, apparently, I need to have bail money together because Martin and Ronnie are going to go to Rob Leefield and talk so much trash to him that they're going to get kicked out to where I need to have reservations at the bar set up in <laughs> bail money. And I don't know how I became the responsible person here. Which is very sad, very sad. But I'm gonna have to be the responsible person here to make sure I bail them out. And I don't want to talk to their wives and tell them your husband has been detained, put incarcerated, for detained shit about young blood. Exactly. <laughs> or Whatever. pouches, or no feet drawn, just tufts of grass. That was what we talked about last night, Justin. How come Rob will not put lines in people's feet? To make it seem like they have toes, so they're not like ninja slippers. What are we talking about here? You know, I didn't even listen to uh, it all yet today. I downloaded it and I started listening to it this morning, and then I got like slammed doing other things. So, right. you know, it, it started off as a friendly conversation on how I, I try to, to plug the podcast. I'm going to be digging in log boxes. I'm going to have dust berries in my eyebrows and my hair. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to really embrace the whole C2E2. I, I'm, a, we're gonna try to get Jim the, the bottle of beer and <laughs> anything we could get. If I could find an axe and not get d- detained at the airport at Midway, I'm gonna get him another axe. I don't care. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it, it, it all comes back <laughs> to this craziness, and I don't. You know, we're getting a nice room, and I don't want to have to sit in the hallway and, and talk to police. You know, Chicago police is rough on the on uh, a, a guy like me. <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I mean, I don't know how much bail money to get. I need some guidance here. What, what's our plan? Uh, carry our plan? a shadow man scythe. <laughs> 
Nah, I can't do that. That's got to be you. What about a bloodshot switchblade? Hey, hey, you see, you see, you, you're, just, you're gonna make me say something I don't need to say on the, the podcast. The, I'm a brother. I'm a brother, right? <laughs> uh, you don't need to carry no knife, no switchblade, no gun, nunchucks. No, I need to nunchucks. Nothing. I need hands up. Well, this isn't gonna be fun now. God, man, I was I I had a whole artillery case coming with me, but ninja oh, throwing stars. Yeah, you can do that. I can't do it. I got a hands up, Mr. Officer. I don't know these guys. They you can write lessons. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. I just hear I pay my bar tab. I'm just a law abiding tax paying citizen. What are we gonna do? Let me go. I'll bail you out though. I'll, I'll, I'll drive I'll drive the Uber too. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> but no, I mean <laughs> to bring it all back. <laughs> Jim, what do, what do we need to get for you? Like, we want to get you. We really want to get you that that bottle of beer. Seriously, we want to get you oh, that bottle so you can put it on your on your shelf and, and the and the print too. Yeah, an unopened bottle of beer and the print. That oh man, that would be super cool, guys. Exo gold. Uh, oh, and it's yes. Yeah, the three amigos. Do you, do you want it signed or you want it raw? Uh, raw is fine. Yeah. That didn't sound really good. Three guys talking about. Yeah, we'll, we'll just let that go. We'll let that go. Um, <laughs> so we'll, yeah, we'll try to get you that. Um, Thanks, Dwight. Nothing else. You don't want to sketch or any. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm good on the on the sketch. But thank you. I I I don't want to. You know, I really appreciate. It. I don't want to. I don't want to be too much of a burden to you guys, so uh, uh, I'll be good. I'll be good on this. I really Damn appreciate it. We're going to be there in three days. you got to make us work. I'm going to have <laughs> dust, dust balls in my eyebrows. And my, come on, man. you you got to make it work. I feel like this is for my friend. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Dwan. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. So... So, so what are we going to do, Justin? I mean, because Ronnie and Martin already are uh, going to get kicked out. We know that, right? They're, they're just going to get kicked out. Yeah, more so than So what's our, what's our plan? What's our plan? I have no clue. I haven't even thought that far ahead. I'm actually looking at the Fried Pie Con 2 uh, for next weekend here in Colorado. It's mm-hmm. tough timing because it's over Easter weekend. And my wife yeah. and I always go up to the mountains. So we'll be there for a little bit. But uh, one of her friends is going to be there. I don't think she knows that yet. So, oh, yeah, oh, Ivan Brandon, who's a comic book writer. So, wow. But yeah, I was trying. So, to what's see... the story? What's the story between fry fry pie? Like, I, I know what it. They have variant covers, but are they a shop or are they? What's fry pie? They are uh, a company based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and mm-hmm. they just do nothing. They they work with Books a Million, and Second and Charles is a subsidiary or a sister company of Books a Million, and they provide mm-hmm. them with uh, variant covers that have the Fried Pie logo. They used to have um, Books a Million on them, so like uh, Ninjak One. Um, <clears throat> let me think. Uh, Book of Death, I believe, had a. Uh, a books a million cover 
there were like three, and then all of a sudden it went to Fried Pie. And so they're just a company mm. out of uh, Phoenix that provides them for, you know, they're just kind of the middleman. They get a little cut, and they've done uh, variants for Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, IDW, Boom, Oni, Titan, Z2, and Valiant. So, and you can get them in your shop. So if you're a shop owner, you can get them for your store. They are no longer branded Second and Charles or Books a Million. They're just kind of like their own on gig. Oh. oh, that's good. That's good. Um, who, Justin? I'm gonna. Can, can you see me on 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 the uh, Skype? Oh yeah. With whose signature is this? <clears throat> um, what cover is that? This is the. Uh, WonderCon. Oh, that's uh, Bill Sienkiewicz. Oh. There's an S, right? And then just a straight line damn near. Pretty much. Yep. That's how Bill signs it. That's why we only podcast with the three of us, because nobody would know that but you. (laughs) Period. I've just seen a signature enough. I mean, he does some awesome covers. He's done several for Valiant that were absolutely gorgeous, and then he just recently had a Legends of the Dark Knight 3, number 3 or number 4, where Batman is on a horse, and it kind of looks like a style, a mix between Raphael Grampa and um, Frank mm-hmm. Miller, and it's absolutely amazing. So, mm. Mm. Oh! Another Twitter. You guys got a second? You got like five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, there was a Twitter question, and please forgive us. Um, who... Somebody said, uh, "Should should we be collecting Bloodshot USA or Bloodshot Zero? It was more so Bloodshot Zero. Should we be collecting Bloodshot Zero because of the daughter or whatnot? And was there any collecting? Uh, was there any value in collecting that book? And I kind of put out on Twitter personally, the Bloodshot Baby was brought up in Bloodshot." Number four, the variant cover. There was uh, like cover C, and then there was like uh, a variant cover where the baby was on the operating table. And I said, those would be the issues that I would go after if you want like a, a first appearance of this bloodshot baby. And then it, it kind of morphed into a conversation of uh, Harbinger Renegade, the the with the appearance of this new alpha character and the death of supposedly a character in the, in the Harbinger to world. So maybe this is a two part question. Like uh, with bloodshot zero, is that book from a collector standpoint worth something that you should invest your money in? Well, <clears throat> the bloodshot USA number four cover that you're talking about was the one in 20, one in 20 mm-hmm. cover. And Adam Molina mm-hmm. was the artist. Um, and based on the sales, there's only 306 copies of that one in 20. Um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Is, you know, the bloodshot baby only going to be in bloodshot zero? Is it going to be part of salvation? Is it going to be ongoing in the series? I can't even remember the solicits, you know, right now. Um, but I think it'd be something to watch. Um, I mean, 306 copies of a 1 in 20 on an issue 4. 
you know, it, if you find it for cheap, I'm yeah, I'm in the same way. I kind of waffle back and forth on it because I, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. how, you know, integral is that uh, the Bloodshot Baby going to be? Bloodhound, we saw throughout the series, and we don't, you know, there's nothing that's popped up about the first cover or first appearance of Bloodhound. So. So, so I think the the person was saying more so what the way I took it was it is this cover it, it was rare because normally you see a new character brought in or, or first appearance in a book or a cameo in the book, whereas with this you see it on a cover, and we have multiple covers, so there was the one cover where Bloodshot was standing on like a mound of rubble. And he had a baby in his arm, right? Maybe I think it was a C cover, maybe something like that. And then, then you have the one in twenty, which you were speaking about, where you actually have the baby. Is that the first appearance? And if so, is that bird? Is that book worth something? Is it worth something? If 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 that bloodshot baby character becomes something of significance in the Valiant universe in the future, maybe a year from now, is 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 that cover worth something? Uh, and I think maybe from with with their Twitter followers are asking is, um, is it a, a first appearance on a cover worth more than a first appearance in the actual pages? And, and that that was intriguing to me. I, I didn't have an answer to it. Well, I don't know. The first appearance of the black costume for Spider Man was Web of Spider Man number eighteen. Mm-hmm. But that book doesn't sell high. The first appearance of Master Dark was in a limousine on the last page of Shadow Man 7. But everybody buys Shadow Man 8. That book sells for a lot higher than Shadow Man 7. Um, which is the true first appearance of Master Dark from uh, December of 1992. So, so you're saying maybe cameos aren't worth as much. Well, I'm in the actual page. I mean, Hulk 180 is the the cameo of Wolverine, but everybody collects 181. Yeah, because he's on the cover. So it's it's market dependent, then, right? I think it. So what it does, it, it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think it it really depends on what people set forth as a a grail. So would that cover, that Polina cover, be a grail? We don't know. We don't know what role, you know, we've got 40 years of backstory on Wolverine. We've got, mm-hmm. a, you know, 20 plus years of backstory on Venom. We've only got two months or three, you know, a couple months of backstory on the bloodshot baby. Yeah. But we, the but only, he... the only thing we do know is that there's only 306 copies of that book with that cover. So if you want to speculate for 20 years down the road and you can get that book for seven fifty to $10, then by all means, speculate on it. But that's a long time. I, I would get it just for seven fifty to $10, get it, because what do you have to lose? You know, if you got to hold on to it for 20 years, you're losing money. But if it can turn out to be something great, it's great because we don't know what Valiant's doing with it. We just know. There's this bloodshot baby. Yeah, I mean, that's damn near the price of a cup of coffee and a muffin at Starbucks. Right. 
And you'll be kicking yourself in the tush if you didn't pick that book up for seven fifty. Yeah. What do you think, Jim? Jim's gone. He's working out. He's in. It's insanity at his place. He's moving, man. He's moving. He has the elves moving him, and they dictate his schedule. We are just. (laughs) We are beholden to their schedule. And we need to support our brother in, in the elf schedule, right? Exactly. Smurfs. Smurf, the Smurf Nation. Right? Smurf Nation. <laughs> Smurf Nation. So, okay, so so we kind of answered that question. So we, we don't know what's going to happen with Bloodshot Baby. It, like It's too when, early. Yeah. You know, but it's worth picking up, right? You know, on the cheap. And don't listen to me. I thought, you know... Exo number one metal cover would be, um, you know, a good pickup for a thousand to twelve hundred. So, when it, you know, we don't know everything, but if you can get it on the cheap for cover price or double cover, or even if you're comfortable with triple cover, you know, twelve bucks or under shipped. Get it. Yeah. Get it. It's sitting here, and because we all know that the beauty with value, we saw this if you listen to the OCV podcast with in. Or whatever they were at, that all the stories tie into each other. So you know that they're not going to introduce a character that doesn't have an impact at some point. Right. At what levels is the impact? We don't know. Like Divinity, how do we know Divinity was going to be such a strong force in the universe? Right. And we talked about that more last night. Um, so if you could pick it up for cheap, to your point, pick it up. What do you have to lose? I yeah. mean, just it's don't go to Starbucks. Bucks. Brew it at home to, tomorrow. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Paul and Paul will be very mad at you for saying that. Oh, but one person that takes a day off from one person that takes a day off from Starbucks won't bankrupt the company. Hey, I can't speak for Paul, but Paul will be. You know, he gets angry. He gets very angry. He hasn't sent sometimes. me coffee in the mail yet. Well, you have to be nicer to Paul. Paul's very, very temperamental. True. <laughs> Very so, true. Um, and then we were speaking about okay, so they asked us the question about the Bloodshot Zero and if they should pick up those issues. And my response on Twitter was, I'm more amped to pick up, like you said, the Bloodshot USA four one and twenty, and the um, Harbinger Renegade what five five and six yeah. So, because we know in five, there's going to be the deaths, death of somebody, you know, and we don't need to go into that. We're talking about collecting right. And then six, they're going to bring out spoilers. So cut this off. If you don't know that there's going to be this uh, Harbinger Alpha, which Garrett has been talking about for about a year. As soon as I got on Slack or whatever, Garrett has always been talking about who is this damn third uh, Omega level Sayat. Sayat. Yeah. Sayat, right? Because, you know, we obviously know Harada lied after much research. And then you have Peter, right? Right. So we got, so Harada's a liar. You got Peter. And then you got Darpan, right? So we know Darpan. So who is this third? So we, th- we were like bleeding mud, bleeding mud, bleeding mud. But. They're finally going to tell us who this person is. It's going to be Alpha. 
So that's issue six. And from a speculating standpoint, Justin, I'm picking that book up. I don't care if I take a loss on that. I don't care if DCBS charged me 70 bucks for the book. I'm buying that book. Yeah, especially if it's the La Rosa art. So. I didn't even know that. I'm uh, picking it up regardless. It, there was, it was posted online as an image from SC Comic Con, I believe. And it was a La Rosa art. And yeah, uh, I believe it was for Alpha. And it looked grisly and... He should have had drool coming from his mouth. He looked mm. like he was absolutely pissed, which was awesome. Mm. So this is my question. From a, uh, this is a different different subject matter, different podcast, but they've been pumping up this Solomon guy so much. Then you bring up this Alpha guy out the blue, who we we really just are just learning about. Like how significant is Solomon? Like they they positioned him to be a huge figure. Like he was going to change the landscape of uh, the world at this particular point in time. And then now you have Alpha coming in. I don't know how it ties in together or whatnot. Uh, well, I don't know if they're if they're t- t- tied together or whatnot. But it's it's, it's tough. He's out the blue. It's tough telling, but maybe that's why they're bringing Joshua Dysart back in to help <clears throat> tie this together. It's hard telling. You know, but uh, you never know. They've got so much up their sleeves. They're working on stuff for next summer already, I'm sure. Yeah. So from a collector standpoint, do you agree with me in this in the sense that Harbinger Renegade five and six are like books to pick up? Like if you, if the the high number variant ratios are those the ones to pick up? Yeah, I and I would keep them an eye peeled for any retailer exclusives. Um, you know, like most good or bulletproof might do something because um, those will be low numbers. Those won't be the mandatory thousand. Those might be like 500. And so, mm. you know, that plus those high number exclusives, you know, especially with it going on hiatus for five months, you know, if people mm. weren't filling the book. They're not going to seek it out. So let's hope it's not low. Let's hope, you know, bringing back the exact same creators that, uh, sparks more interest kind of like how saga does you know they'll take a few months off and then come back with the next arc let's hope that uh it it you know flows like that and people want the book but you know on a speculation side it's a yin and yang i'd prefer you know to be able to get some extra high ratio variants just for me but you know i can't be selfish I, i it's bittersweet I don't think how you can miss on it. I, I think this is their fight story that they're pushing. I mean, they're pushing EXO, right? Because it's going to tie into side lords and it's, it's going to go off in that direction, which may tie into Divinity or whatnot. But uh, on the other timeline, this is their big story. And I think it's from a collector, if you don't pick up those ratio variants for the five and six harbinger me personally you're missing out because if they're telling you this is going to be a pivotal story this this is going to be a pivotal character and uh, maybe you can enlighten me but have we seen this alpha character before not that if i know not, of pick it up i mean if, if people are sleeping on it and they're not promoting it that's the book to go after. We're talking about speculating, right? Speculating is there's a risk. Yeah. So you you want to buy cheap, you want to buy cheap, 
and hope you get a big bang out your book. Um, they promote the hell out of EXO, and they probably made their money off of EXO. But they're telling you there's going to be a really good story here with strong, uh, with strong characters. I'm picking up five and six. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care how much they charge. I mean, I do care how much they charge me. But I think it, I think you're going to get a value out of that. That's my whole point. I think you can get a value out of picking up these books to where you, you won't be left out like maybe you, you were on the Britannia or on the Savage. Right. No, I totally agree. So so me and you need to, 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 to do our internet digging and start uh, clearing people out again, right? That's right. It's about that time. <laughs> Let's do it. Maybe we need to, to like, uh, delete this part out. <laughs> we need to do our top secret CIA work. <laughs> <coughs> exactly. All right. Um, well, so the, that was that was the Twitter questions. I'm sorry. I, I kept us longer, but that that's what the questions that people had asked us. No, that's all I good. To get to that. That was a, I think Jim just came back in the room. Jim is a man. So you can find us at what? Collect Valiant on the Twitter machine. Collectingvaliant.com. At, no, collectingvaliant at gmail.com. That's right. right. Yep. Do you have your own special Twitter handle you want to promote? Oh, no, not really. I just. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all have our things. So um, hit us up. I mean, we're, we're really excited that people are reaching out to us, you know, like Travis did with the, the Book of Death hardcover. If there's something else that you find that are gems that we need to collect or you want to ask questions about, um, Dallow Spicer has been great. Um, Sean other Hayes. Other people have been Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes has been super great. Who 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 had the uh, – before we go, who had the cover? Uh, uh, issue number eight of – back on it. The one we, the cover we really like. Who was the artist that had issue number eight of? It's not Harvard and Renegade. It was the. Help me out, Justin. Um, oh, you're Leaf. talking about Leaf. He yes. Generation Zero number eight. Uh, Generation cover. Zero. Yes, he's been really supportive of us. Yeah, he's been tagging us a lot, and um. So. I mean, his art was great on that that cover. Yeah, so his, his name is Leaf Jones, and you can find him on Twitter at Art of Leaf Jones, L-E-I-F. So, and if you haven't picked up his cover to Generation Zero number eight, do it before we buy them all. We're going to, that's what we do. We clean people out. We thank you for being here for Collecting Valiant. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, before you go, have you listened to? I'm saying this to every podcast I've done this week. Have you listened to uh, DC Noise, the old episodes with Keith? Some, with Keith but it's been a while. Oh, lordy, hilarious! I'll send you the links. And you should you can listen to it sometime. Yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of time in the car, you know, between home and work, and so I need more podcasts to listen to. Make sure you stay focused on the road because you will pee your pants. <laughs> literally pee your pants I'm surprised I still have a job because I was laughing so much because <laughs> Keith, Darrell, and, and Mike are so funny I'll send it to you right on alright All right, All right, man. man I'll talk to you uh, right. I'll talk to you on Slack later but uh, we'll try to do this again Monday night yeah let's do it 
All right. Later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.